Hey, Critic. Hey. What's happening? It's been good. It's been good. What's been good? Uh, saw the Spider-Verse movie yesterday. All right, all right. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Spider-Verse into the something or other? Uh, into the multiverse? Across the Spider-Verse. Across the multiverse. Spider-Verse. 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 Okay. Probably not the last time you're going to have to correct me on that. There's a, lot to, there's a lot to keep track of with these movies is what, the, uh, is what I'm realizing. But um, luckily, that's what we have Critic for. Right? Mm. Right? He's going to make sense of this all for us. So, here we go, Critic. So, last night, we went and saw Spider, the new Spider-Man across the... Spider-Verse. Metaverse? Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. See that? Just, just think spider <laughs> and then spider at the it's end. It's gonna happen again. It, it's Spider-Man at the beginning. It's spider beginning, spider end. Just, okay. Just, think just that. bookend it. Bookend it with the spot. I think I got it. I think I got it. All right, Critic. So let's get to it. So we saw Spider-Verse last night. Spider-Verse? Yeah. Spider-Verse. Um, so I'm just gonna hit you with what did, what did you think of the movie? Just give I, us your, uh, we're gonna talk about it, but just give us your quick, uh, your quick, uh, your quick assessment. I think it was really good. It, I still need to rewatch the first movie just to, you know, gather my thoughts. But I'm so far leaning towards this movie being slightly better. Like, the animation was definitely upscaled. Like, seriously, every frame, even the like all the backgrounds look like paintings. I noticed that. Each universe kind of has its own theme. Like the like, the Spider Punk's universe looks more like. Like poppy art, it's kind of that kind of thing, and uh, Gwen Spider Gwen the universe looks more like oil painty, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. And like the the it, um the, the movie just like it hit the ground running with that opening. Like we got Gwen's complete backstory, with and got introduced to Miguel O'Hara and the Jessica Drew, yeah, um, and. Italian vulture who was in the movie for like two seconds, but he looked really cool. Italian vulture, I don't really remember him. Remember in the beginning, on? the guy that was like had those big wings and he, yes. had, he was like Da Vinci oh, Code. That's I do remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was kind of freaky. Yeah, kind of wish he was in the movie for more of it. The animators looked like they worked their hard offs on that guy, and they're like in the movie studio, were like, yeah, mm. it's gonna be in the movie for like about ten minutes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you're already you know you know enlightening me a little more on this. Like I didn't I didn't pick up on that each of the spider verses had sort of a different um, aesthetic to it. But now that you mentioned that, I, I did pick up on that. I thought it was just all sort of the same aesthetic. I, I was noticing that. Yeah, the characters looked the same, mm, like the background. I was noticing the backgrounds, and I was kind of seeing, feeling. I even thought about it into the movie that it seemed like every all of the backgrounds followed the same color palette hue. Didn't you notice that? It kind of looked a little yeah. washed out. Like yeah. sort of like you like you mentioned, kinda of, kinda of, kind of water water paint water yeah. paintings or something. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it was like detailed, but like not Pixar detailed, like which is right. kind of the sweet spot. Cause <laughs> That's like, interesting. Yeah. like the thing about like modern Pixar animations is like I mean, it's really good looking, and I appreciate all the hard work that went into it. But I mean, it's nowhere near like the Spider Verse animation or the Bad Guys animation or the that or the Puss in Boots style animation. 
And then I, I wish they kind of, if for Disney, I wish they kind of went back to the 2D. That was really good. Mm. Kind You're of talking about like with uh, Iron Iron Giant, Iron Giant, Iron Giant. Well, that wasn't Disney. I'm talking like you mm. know the 2D movie, like mm. the original, like Lion King oh, and that kind of thing. I feel like back when it wasn't 3D. That was oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, sidebar here, wasn't Iron Giant one of the final, um, like, Hanna-Barbera-style type, so. type animations before they made it the Switch? It was definitely pretty, like, modern, I think. Iron Giant? I mean, not modern, but, like, not, like... Well, a modern version of, but yeah. I, we're going to have to look it up. I have, so, fun, you know, we'll just, we'll look it up and maybe comment on the next podcast, but I think with Iron Giant, I've heard that that was the, um, when... Disney or Hanna-Barbera or whomever, like those original sort of cartoon makers, I think the idea was they had made a decision that the Iron Giant was going to be the last in that style of animation. I don't think Iron Giant was a Disney, though. You're right. I don't think it was Disney either. I'm thinking Hanna-Barbera. Have you ever heard of those guys? I those thought that of... was kind of... I thought Hanna-Barbera was like a kind of just like a comparison... You might be right. I mean, we us kids grew up, you know, in the seventies and eighties with like, you know, Hanna Barbera. I, I just recall those names being attached to like our Saturday morning cartoons and stuff. And so Iron Giant is very reminiscent of that style. And yeah. I think there's a story there. Or a You're or a, or a, probably right. I need yeah. to look it up. Yeah. But I'm um, back to the Spider Verse. Spider Verse. So um, I just gotta warn you. I mean, if that opening wasn't already the warning, there's gonna be spoilers. I don't usually do warnings, so you just gotta expect that from yeah, the show. Right. I don't like doing no spoiler reviews. <laughs> it's boring. You know we're edgy that way. It's boring. You're just going. Sent. You're. They're just talking for a few minutes. Like, hey, uh, yeah, the. So um. Uh, the movie was pretty good, like, mm -hmm. so um, I don't want to spoil it, but, like, <laughs> this, th this this guy did a really interesting thing that I that I don't want to spoil. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was pretty cool. You got to see the there. movie. Oh, and then that other person. Oh, and then the cameo. Oh, man, you guys got to see it. Yeah, I'm not, and, uh, yeah, you just got to see it, man. Like, yeah. It was so cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, so so then uh, all right, so we're coming out of the all right. So what was your take on which one did you like better? So you already started to mention that you're, you're leaning towards this one as opposed to the the two. But I need to, I need to rewatch the you first. Need to rewatch the first one. Although I'm leaning towards this one because this one had the spot, so like the spot, yeah, that's kind of a good. guaranteed win. Yeah. I actually, fun fact, I actually know fun the fact. spot. Not from this movie, but I actually knew about him pre this movie. So it was kind of a pleasant surprise yeah. when he was in this movie. Yeah. When I saw him in the trailers, I thought it was like, I just thought, oh, that's kind of cool. They're using a D list, but kind of cool D lister. The spot. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah he so seems like a D lister. If you don't know, um, in the comics, when he first appeared, he was like just kind of the six, he was in like the 60s. He was like, I think it was the 60s. It was. It was back when, like, Steve, Stan, it was, like, back with the Steve Ditko and Stanley drawings. Basically, he appeared, and they kind of made him to be, like, kind of just a little distraction, because, like, he appeared during this big Marvel event back in, like, the 60s or something. Like, what time period was that? Yeah, we can look into it. Anyways, so, um... Anyways. But, uh, yeah, he came in this event. He was kind of meant to just kind of be a little lighthearted joke. Basically, he was this nerd working for the Kingpin who, um, who made a black hole and then went into black hole and then came out of black hole looking like a cow. 
and then use black hole powers to do cool black hole stuff and try to fight Spider-Man, but then Spider-Man knocks him back into the spotted, into spotted dimension, which is inside the black hole, and then he regrets his life choices, and then he mm. comes back, like, ten years later to join a group of, a, a called the Spidey Revenge Squad. Spider-Man later renames these guys the Legion of Losers, because Kangaroo, because basically there are only, like, a few members there. I think there's the spot, kangaroo, gibbon, and uh, and um, spot, kangaroo, um, I think gibbon, and um, the grizzly, or the I, the bear bear guy. I mm. I forgot his name. Right. Anyway, yeah, they were basically just a bunch of joke villains. The team, and um. The, but, uh, yeah, so then he appeared later as a Daredevil villain, but then appeared again as a Spider-Man villain. And then, I actually have this comic, he actually turned out to be a pretty serious threat when his son got, like, shot or something by a gang, by a gang, and he used his spot powers to get revenge and stuff. So that writer actually kind of betrayed him, it was kind of cool. He also appeared on the Spider-Man 90s television series, and was also kind of cool in that series, and also appeared in the... Marvel Spider-Man sh modern show, one like one episode. He had a little cameo, hmm. but yeah, I heard of him when I was really little. I had this like Spider-Man five-minute story thing, and he was in one of the stories. So yeah, and then and then like years later, I saw the trailer for this movie. And I'm like, that guy's kind of cool. Wow. So uh, yeah. It's crazy that he managed to uh, bubble up into a main. He's got a, he's got a significant role in this movie. Yeah, he's starting to get a pretty solid fan base, which is good to see. He's a pretty funny guy. Yeah. I think he's a pretty good character. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's kind of chill, you know? They, they portrayed him really good in this movie. So, spoilers in 3, 2, 1. Here we go. Here we go. Well, there were already spoilers because I literally just went into the opening of the movie right. a few yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah, he um, he's kind of portrayed... Uh, he basically goes through the exact same arc as he does in real life with the fans. Like, kind of this joke villain, but, like, suddenly he starts realizing his potential and actually uses his powers to travel the multiverse and gets so much spots that he turns, like, completely dark and then shows Spider-Man a clip of the next movie. <laughs> Yay! Hmm. Where uh, his dad's gonna die! Dun-dun-dun! Hmm. And, um, yeah, so... Uh, he does that, leaves, and then all the other spy. Then the spider. Are we talking about the uh, Spider Verse movie? Yeah. I'm so trying to recall this scene. I mean. Uh, remember when they were in like the um, the um, Indian realm, the in dimension where the we met Spider Punk and and <laughs> yeah, like, and, yeah. and Pavitter Parker. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then he. Yeah, it seems like a long time ago. Spoiler alert! This is a uh, you know it's, it's a pretty long movie. So, like, yeah. what we're talking about now, I've completely forgotten about, but it was, like, way early in the movie. Well, yeah, yeah basically, just to refresh, it was yeah, that scene where, like, like, Spot triggered a force field, and, the, and he yeah. was like, I am more than a villain of the week, and, and Miles was like, I'm sorry I called you that, you're not a villain of the week, right. remember that scene? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, he just kind of went... All right, bye. Leave for like a duration of the movie, and then the Spidey Society guy was squad was like, oh no 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 no, and because you know, 
guy traveling through the multiverses. So they got all wrangled up all the the, the crew of Spider-Man, brought Miles to their Spider Squad, and met future Sp Oscar Isaac Spider-Man and Miguel O'Hara. Oh yeah, so, which one was uh, Oscar Isaac playing? Miguel O'Hara. The, the one like the, the big the, guy. The, the future the one. The big guy. The big yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, um, so yeah, he, they, and then, us, then Oscar Isaac, Miguel O'Hara was like, hey, uh, so yeah, your dad's gonna die, and there's nothing you can do right. about it. <laughs> Loser. Yeah. And then, and we also got some fan service of clips of the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire movies, and the Andrew Garfield movies in the background, as well as a lot of Spider-Man from Wait, in the, in the background? Well, when he was like, when he was... <coughs> what did I miss? <coughs> so when he was like showing the timeline of all the Spider-Man losing their the family father figures or something, <coughs> in, yeah. in one scene in the background, there is Tobey, we could see Tobey Maguire losing his Uncle Ben in the background. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then... Miles like, oh, I don't want to do this, and then left, and then Miguel O'Hara was like, nope, and tried to get him, but Miles escaped, and 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 Miguel O'Hara kicked out Gwen, Peter B. Parker, and and Spider Punk quit for uh -huh. some reason, uh -huh. and then uh, and then Spider Man. And dis I mean, Miles Morales gave up the courage to tell his mom he was Spider-Man, only to realize he was telling he was in the wrong <clears throat> dimension. Yeah. Got kidnapped by the by the Prowler, who in this universe was Aaron Davis was still alive because in the first movie he got shot. In this movie it was <clears throat> Miles' dad. It was in this universe it was Miles' dad that died, and Aaron Davis still alive and my and the, this universe's miles was the prowler and they kidnapped miles after figuring out he was from another dimension and then spider gwen got regrouped the spider team to go save miles and spot comes back and then we get it to be continued mm. wow so that was quite a quite a synopsis i'm I wondering mean, listeners did die <laughs> Were you able to follow all that? Because I got to tell you, this movie is like a game. It's like a video game. You got to pay attention. So for the layman like yours truly here, it's tough to follow. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're into it, like West and, and others, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. I definitely, from my perspective here, it's definitely a cool format concept. I, I dig it. I get it. But it's, you know, if you're not, if you're not dialed into this, there's a lot going on. This this movie is is just like action packed throughout, yeah. right? It I is, mean, it's so much action. It's it's a little tough to catch your breath. I'm yeah. just gonna I'm, just, I'm gonna throw it out. When there. it comes Spoiler to demand, right. it'll probably be a little easier since you could fast forward yeah, it. Or, yeah, and like but that's, it you should, you, that's really not that's not the point though, right? I mean, yeah. you can't do that. And that's not how it should be set up. Also, a little fun fact: what did we do? We we saw it in 4DX. Oh yeah, 4DX. Yeah. That was yeah, so man. cool. We were getting a lot of wind blown on us. Oh, so basically, it was this annoying but also really cool feature of whenever it was raining in a scene, the the theater would just dump water on you. <laughs> like, ah, oh, now to dig into some delicious popcorn. Stop! What the heck? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna yeah. seem so underwhelming watching it when it comes in demand. You feel like. Where's all the water? I mean, our seats were like moving the whole time. I mean, it was just like action after action after action. Lots of wind blowing in the theater. Then some, if you were out in the rain, you had water blowing on you. I'll tell you what though, it was kind of like the ace in the hole for me because I stayed awake the whole time. 
Yeah, that I was like actually gonna surprise. Like, usually in superhero <laughs> movies, he falls asleep for a minute, and I have to wake him up. Yeah, totally, but like he, his eyes were open the whole time. The movie was like, "Where you going?" It was hard to sleep. Look. It was hard to catch catch some shut eye. Yeah, but yeah. So it was def especially since whenever like uh, there was like whenever like some like there was like sudden lights in the movies, the theater would like a, like for a second have bright lights going in it. Yep, yep. We sprung for the forty x the forty x uh, showing. But yeah, it was very cool. Anyhow, my friend right. watched Ant Man three in that. I wonder right. what that was like. Hmm, probably much the same. A lot of wind. Ugh, I can't see. <laughs> it's a guy in the background having a heart attack. Just kidding. That didn't happen in the, in the movie theater. All right. So credit back to. Uh, all right. So you just gave a pretty full, full, uh, full, full on synopsis. You know, you just you just unfolded the entire movie right to the to be continued at the end, which you know. Uh, Spoiler, you know, there is, a, it does obviously tee up for the, for the next one. There were no post-credit No, that uh, would have probably ruined the ending. Yeah. So, um, yeah. now, um, back to just the movie itself. Yeah. Um, it. the theme, the music was really good. In my opinion, 2099, Miguel O'Hara's theme was so good. And, like, the Spots theme was, like, like, it was really creepy, which kind of nailed the character of, at first, she's a total joke, but then kind of turns into, kind of turns really creepy. Like, it kind of felt like a siren for his theme. It was kind of weird, which kind of synopsis, kind of summed up his character. And mm -hmm. then Miguel O'Hara's theme was, like, really futuristic and scary, and it was really cool. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, definitely a cool movie. So, were there any, uh... So funny scenes. Um, there were. I mean, there weren't really any like. <laughs> yeah, laugh out loud. Yeah, I, I didn't find myself laughing really at all. I think. It, but like, there were a lot of moments where, like, oh yeah, I get that. Like uh -huh. when Spot was figuring out he could travel to alternate dimensions, he was like, "My holes, they can do anything." And then some construction worker was like, "Hey." Stop talking about your holes. It's making us all feel uncomfortable. Yeah, right. <laughs> or like Hobbit when a big coal was sucking up the yeah, Indian spider dimension. Um, and everyone was like, "What's that?" And then Hobbit Brown, the punk rock Spider Man, was like a metaphor for capitalism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were definitely some clever little uh, one-liners in there. And um, like Ben Riley, who in the comics was a clone of Spider Man. There was a scene where we, when we got introduced to him, he was like, "Oh, I'm thinking about my past." Oh, oh, that was a particularly harrowing memory. <laughs> he was very mm -hmm. broody. Yeah, it's yeah. very the, the proof that the Spider-Man fan base has a sense of humor about itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. All right. So, uh, so again, so no, so, so not not really a comedy. Not a lot of laugh out loud, no, loud but scenes. But I mean, it didn't there really some, need to be. It was no, just, I feel it. No, there's some spots. So, what about you know? What was your most memorable moment? I mean, the moment that's in my head right now. This just this could just be because the. The, the movie has rejuvenated the spot, the fanboy in me, is is probably, I'm just thinking of this moment the most, is when the spot got his, like, became ultra spot, we got all, like, dark. Like, that scene was really, like, well animated, it looked like a piece of art, mm -hmm. and it was really good, and I'm really hyped to see what that scene sets up in the next movie. And if Spider-Man actually loses his dad because of the spot, mm -hmm. that'd probably if he did that, that'd probably submit Spot as an as at least like a B or A list hero. Mm -hmm. I mean villain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But 
I also um really liked the um I liked the opening a lot where we got introduced to Miguel O'Hara. That was really cool. Because it kind of set him up like he was going to be a hero, but then as the movie progressed, he kind of started to become a hero, but also still, like, I mean, he, right. became, he started to become a villain, but also still a hero. Yeah, I, I wasn't even following it, obviously, because I don't follow it as closely as you do, so I had no perspective. However, I, I didn't know what side that guy was on. Well, he was, he was a, on the good side, but his, but he was more, but he, in terms of Miles, he was on the bad side because <laughs> he was going up against like, Miles was was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like Miles wanted to save everyone, and twenty ninety nine was like, nope, that, then you're not gonna be Spider Man, because it's a canon event. Yay! Your fate is an illusion. Yeah, it's tough to keep up with all of the verses. <laughs> mm. I'm just saying. All right, so, um, so. What was the most memorable moment? Uh, probably when the spot became super spot. Gotcha. Or like just any spot scene, really. He stole a freaking movie. Uh-huh. So, favorite character in this one? I mean, is it... Spot, Miguel O'Hara. Spot, yeah. Spot, Miguel O'Hara, and all the other Spider-Man. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. every Spider-Man was, like, peak. Yeah. And then Spot, but then Miguel O'Hara and Spot, like, come and on. And then there was the other Miles, right? Oh, yeah, the Prowler Miles. Oh, like, the Prowler. He was in that universe. That's Prowler was Miles, because remember in the first movie, um, there was this guy, the Prowler, who turned out to be his uncle Aaron. Yep. yep but in yep, this, yep. in the universe where it lives off, Miles is the Prowler. Aaron Davis is still alive, but he's yeah. just kind of like there. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna need notes for the next one. I think going into this, in the into into the to be continued, I'm gonna come with notes in hand. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Although right. I'm really curious to see how. This the next one's gonna feel like a movie, cause like it by where the first th- this movie was le- left off, it felt like the next one's just kind of gonna be a third act. Like how are they gonna stretch that? But either way, I have high hopes for the next one with the how, cause probably cause the spot is gonna reach its full potential. <clears throat> I'm merely just hyped for that, and it's a Spider-Man movie, yeah. and it's the sequel to this movie, which yeah. is a sequel to a really good movie. Yeah, I noticed, you know, when I was, like, wondering when this movie was going to end, I was like, man, so they better reintroduce the spot here. The spot kind of just went away. Yeah, I know. I've been... And I'm like, when is this, I'm like, they've got to have some resolution to spot, because well, clearly that's... he was the villain in this movie, and then they never had any resolution well, yeah, with but the they... spot. Although they kind of summed him up, well, then in the end, he kind of reappeared. Yeah, he they were, they were saving. I get why they they kind of had to brush him along so that way, cause like so that way they could introduce the multiverse and stuff and all yeah. the other and Miguel O'Hara's conflict with Miles and like, but and also they needed to save his big moments up for the next movie. Yeah, that's probably gonna be his like Oscar performance. Yeah, next movie like he's been saving for that one. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> So, um, so do, do we want to get into the, to the pizzas? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Anything else that you want to add before we do that? No, I think we can just get into it. I think it's, I'm torn between a seven and eight, maybe seven and a half. Yeah, I think that's the, the obvious compromise. Yes. Right, let's go with seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Do you remember what you gave the first one? You know, you used to be more generous. I'll bet you gave it like an eight or a nine. Yeah. If we were to look back. We, I don't think we reviewed the first one. Okay. All right. All right. So we should probably do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do it retroactively, if you will, Mm -hmm. right? 
<clears throat> we'll probably, yeah, but, um, by the way, I just found this out, there's, we have a release date for the next, the third one, which is gonna be, like, I think... Really? Night, wow. some, June, I think it's gonna be, like, something night, uh, uh, then, uh, I think, it's gonna be in 2024, okay. so... So probably a year from I, now. I can't remember what month it was, but... In 2024. Okay. I think it's like nine months from now. Okay, buddy. From what I heard. All right. But Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I give it seven and a half seven pizzas. Seven and a half pizzas. Excited for the okay. next one, but thought this one was pretty good. The cliffhanger, like, I, when, when my friend said it was, like, going to be a really big cliffhanger, I, I was expecting, like, something that was let, felt less conclusive. Like, this movie definitely kind of felt like it closed off, but still had room open to so? be a cliffhanger. Cause like, yeah, I feel like it was it wide open, but then that's Yeah, like, it was no, wide no, no, open, but it ended it. with that little narration that kind of like wrapped the movie, this movie up. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I feel like every con, it was pretty, it was a good idea to cut it into two parts because like this movie, was, it would have probably <laughs> overworked the animators. The plot would have probably became generic and boring. And I feel like I was overworked of, just watching it. Yeah, but, like, they, yeah, and, like, it, every conflict in this movie was solved, except that ending. Mm, except the major conflict. Yeah, except, like, except <laughs> that one big con, except that con, but, like, every, like, within this movie, except the spot, every, like, internal conflict was pretty much solved. I gotcha. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, like, solved, but, like, openly solved. Yeah, it's just usually, you know, in those, these superhero-type movies, there's always, like, that big, like, fight scene at the end that involves yeah. like the it, primary villain you it, know what yeah. I mean and then there's and then it usually like you know doesn't yeah. resolve itself because it leaves itself open and this one like Spot didn't even re I was he kind of disappointed that we mix. didn't get like a fight scene between like full I was thinking, potential Spot and Spider-Verse I mean and Sp Miles but like I mean they were saving that it's gonna be it's probably gonna be epic in the third movie. I mean yeah I mean like my get I'm gonna do idea. a little prediction before there we go. go. Yeah, my prediction it. for what the final fight scene between Spot and Miles is gonna Going look like record, they're probably gonna so be, I I'm assuming they're probably gonna have Spot become like really big mm. and like really powerful and try to stop and try to kill all the Spider Men and all the Spider Men are probably gonna team up to fight spot and like have a really big climactic battle kind of celebrate spider-man have a lot of references in there but then spot's gonna end up back to his normal state but not like human state <coughs> spot he's probably gonna um he's probably gonna be back and just like like been just like blank but with spot so back to his normal like spot state but still really powerful then he's gonna get knocked into the spot adverse and following, and Miles is gonna follow them, and then Miles and Spot are gonna have one fight scene in the Spotted Verse, mm -hmm. and Miles is gonna come out on top, mm. and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty solid prediction right there. All right, mm. all right, critic. I think we're good. So we're gonna. Next up is Indiana Jones part, what, five? Five, yeah. yeah coming up next weekend. Yeah. I think we're going to... Stay tuned. We're going to fire it up. We're going to get Don't out there. Don't put your phone down metaphorically. Metaphorically, that's right. All right, critic, ready to get out of here? Yep. All right, let's go eat dinner. Good, see ya. Later. Later.